good morning or yeah yeah i guess i'll say good morning uh bad if i sound like this i just woke up from a nap literally like 10 15 minutes ago um it's currently 243 or 244 a.m um y'all already know what i'm gonna talk about uh first and foremost man salute to the denver nuggets um yeah man yeah man i was i was wrong you know i said the lakers in six um but am i surprised the nuggets won not necessarily because i mean the nuggets are the better team um and it's good to see them get their recognition you know what i'm saying hey goddamn yo could you be putting up numbers don't it damn even the off night for Jokic is like 23 points, 15 rebounds, 13 assists. And that's an off night for Jokic. You know what I'm saying? Just a testament to his greatness. Um, like I said in my previous podcast episode about him, uh, Jokic is the best big man in the league. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a debate. Um, you know, excuse me, just for the simple fact of he has. Uh, um, just for the simple fact of Jokic's stacks actually equate to wins, you know. He doesn't have these. Uh, Jokic doesn't have empty calorie stats as uh, Joel Embiid or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? Plus, if I'm a player, um, like I said, man, I know Embiid won the MVP this past regular season. That's not to take away from him, but I look at it like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't like his body language in Game 7 and that post-game interview after Game 7, after they lost. You see what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, man, salute to the Denver Nuggets. They have a hell of a team. It's definitely going to be a good finals. Um, I know a lot of casual fans wanted the Lakers and Celtics because, um, I mean, it's the, it's the Lakers and Celtics, man. Let's just be honest. Um, given that rivalry, those are two historic franchises, not only in basketball, but in sports, period. Um, so it definitely would have been a great finals from a ratings perspective, given the fact that it's the Lakers and Celtics. But I actually don't have a problem with a Heat and Nuggets finals, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how Jimmy Butler fares against, you know, Jokic and uh, Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon and Bruce Brown and um, KCP and all those guys, you know, it's and, and it's definitely gonna, you know, definitely gonna be interesting to see. Um, and I'll get my prediction on that once Miami actually, excuse me, once Miami actually beats the Celtics. Because um, I mean, I I think Miami's gonna sweep them. And at at worst, it'll be a, um, I mean at at the best, it'll be a gym a gentleman sweep. You know what I'm saying? And they're having a hell of a playoff run too. But like I said, I'm gonna wait until that series is is, is over with before I'm gonna make a separate um I'm gonna make a separate episode about the uh about the Heat and Celtics because I have a lot I want to say about that series. Um. But I just want to stick on the Nuggets and Lakers for now. Um, but, yeah, man, like I said, salute to the Denver Nuggets, man. They, you know, came in with a game plan. You know, they've been doubted all year, although they are the one seed. You know, and, hey, salute to them, man. Um, 
as far as the Lakers go, man, uh, you know, I, I mean, like I said, in a, um, shit, like I said a few episodes ago, I didn't have them even making the playoffs, let alone the Western Conference Finals, because they started out with two and ten, and they they were looking real lethargic. They were looking really bad, man. To be honest with you, so I mean, hey, I mean, you know, they, I mean, they did have a hell of a year. I mean, nobody wants to get swept. You know what I'm saying? And I saw, uh, I think Joy Taylor posted it. Uh, the uh, the analyst Joy Taylor, she she posted, um, you know, would you rather get swept or lose a heartbreaking game seven? And I'm like, shit. I mean, both of them are messed up options. But if I had to choose, I mean, I say a game seven because at least that shows that you were competitive. A sweep doesn't show that you're competitive. We can say, oh, like the games were close and blah blah blah, but. No matter how close the game is, if you lose, you know what I'm saying? Because if you down 3-0 or if you get swept, it's not going to say, oh, yeah, you got swept, but the games were close. It's going to say, well, what happened? Did you win or did you lose? You see what I'm saying? So as far as that go, I'd rather lose a competitive game seven because I'm like, well, at least I was right there and I was competitive. You know what I'm saying? A sweep and one competitive. You know what I'm saying? Um now the Lakers have to ask themselves some questions uh, because, I mean, the fact is, man, LeBron, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm critical of LeBron when it's, uh, you know, when it's warranted. But I feel like this performance, I feel like honestly, although I mean, what, I mean, what did LeBron have? Forty points. He almost had a forty-point triple double. I just, it, like, in my opinion, LeBron. Only had what like nine points in the for in in the second half because he finished the half, or he had thirty one points at the half. So, I mean, honestly, it was it was it was all a matter of time for LeBron burned out. To be honest with you, um, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, people could say yeah he finished with forty points, true, but he only had nine points in the second half of a closeout game. You see what I'm saying? So. And this is what I mean when I say the LeBron fans only get caught up in numbers. You know, because, yeah, we could say he dropped 40 points, but we got to put those 40 points into context. You know what I'm saying? And I saw somebody literally just make this comment, and this is and this is exactly what and this is exactly what I tell y'all about. You know what I'm saying? Because they were like, "Yeah, LeBron is in year 20 and blah blah blah." And somebody commented, and they were like, "Well, we can't pick and choose when we're gonna use his age as an excuse." You see what I'm saying? And I wholeheartedly agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Now is LeBron 38 going on 39? Well, this and. Was this his 20th season in the league? Absolutely. Um, but at the same time, it's like, well, you can't say, oh, he's having the greatest 38 or he's playing the best any 38-year-old has ever played in history, which is true. But then on, on, on the same end, when they lose, oh, he's 38. What the fuck? Well, shit, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. They complain about the weight that it puts on you. You know what I'm saying? So, see, I know y'all like that, though. You want me to say it again? All right, but. I, uh, you know, I said that, uh, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Then complain about the weight that it puts on you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. So, like I said, I saw that comment and I'm like, I wholeheartedly agree. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, LeBron was going off in the first half. Uh, rightfully so. He was the only person doing something. I mean, Anthony Davis yeah, came and went again. Um, you know, and I know this may be controversial, 
what I'm about to say, but in my opinion, if I'm the Lakers, I'm looking to move Anthony Davis. You know, because it's like I don't, I don't see. I mean, yeah, we can say Anthony Davis is. I'm well, yeah, of course, Anthony Davis is the younger player out of him, LeBron. But it's like, you know, what what was supposed to happen was, you know, LeBron, you know, still be LeBron, but he didn't need to exert himself. You see what I'm saying? Um, like literally, nobody else showed up. You know what I'm saying? Anthony Davis didn't show up. Also, like nobody showed up tonight outside of LeBron. You know what I'm saying? And then, like even in the second half, I'm like, you only had nine points in the second half, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, that's how you want to go out. And now rumors are, you know, speculating that LeBron is considering retirement. He doesn't know about his future going forward. And I'm just like, well, I mean, and and I made a comment on a page I follow uh, the the this uh, sports bill page on Instagram. And I was like, I mean, LeBron did finish year 20. I mean, shit, he's still the best player on his team, despite being at this advanced stage and age of his career. You know what I mean? Um, having these long playoff runs, um, you know, having those long runs in the Olympics, you know what I'm saying? Because people forget LeBron, you know, he is a you know gold medalist as well. You know, well, I ain't gonna say people forget, but you know what I'm saying. Like having these long playoff runs and then, you know, going to the Olympics. I mean, it does catch up to you. You know what I'm saying. I know people want to paint LeBron as this immortal human being, but at the same time, he's still human. You know what I'm saying. Um, so I mean, I mean, has Father Time caught up to LeBron? I mean, he's definitely showing some signs of attrition. Like I said, I mean, that's to be expected, you know what I mean? Because, like I said, LeBron is damn near 40, you know. If he does come back at the end of this season or at the end of this cup or at the end of next season, he'll be 39. You know what I'm saying? At the end of this year, he'll be 39. So, I mean, there's definitely some things to think about. But, you know, um, yeah, man, I just think that LeBron uh, – well, I'm sorry, I just think the Lakers have to – ask themselves, you know, like, what are we going to do this offseason? Are we going to try to go after a Damian Lillard or a Kyrie? Now I'm hearing Kyrie's name again. Although Kyrie is currently on the Mavericks. Like I said, man, if it's me and I'm the Lakers, I'm looking to move Anthony Davis. And the reason I say that, he's too injury prone. Yeah, he's the younger player out of him, LeBron. But the goal was when they first brought Anthony Davis and LeBron, oh, I'm sorry, once they brought Anthony Davis over, um, you know, the goal was to, you know, uh, like eventually have Anthony Davis take over the reins and be the number one option. But I'm like, well, there was a few problems with that. Like if I'm the Lakers and I can't believe the Lakers didn't see this themselves. Well, I'm not going to say they didn't see it. They just chose to overlook it. Um well, the first thing is first, when Anthony Davis was the number one option with the Pelicans, um, he never made it past the second round. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, he was having a – and he had an injury history then. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, people – now, we can say – or somebody could say me saying that Anthony Davis not making it past the second round. They could say, well, he only – well, he well, he matched up with Golden State. True, but – I still didn't like the way that he left the Pelicans. You know what I'm saying? If you want to leave, if you want to get traded, that's fine. I'm not one of these people that say you need to stay with a franchise. Um, I think that's a very mook point, in my opinion. You know, when when people try to use that 
it's kind of like when they debate LeBron or Jordan or LeBron and Kobe. Like the one thing they bring up is, yeah, like Kobe, I uh, stay with stay with the Lakers all twenty years. Like Kobe didn't try to request a trade, but that's 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 either here nor there. Um, and not only that, like I said, man, LeBron. Like I said, um, so like I said a few minutes ago, man. Like I'm critical of LeBron when it's warranted, but I also give him credit. And one thing is, I and one of the main things I've always gonna give LeBron credit for is the player empowerment or player movement, or a player taking a career in 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 his own hands, um, you know, or a player taking a career in in his own hands and going to a situation that's better for him, um, you know. Like, well, well, uh, well, okay. Case in point, like a lot of people are critical of LeBron for him leaving Miami, but a lot of those same people are the same people that are saying that Damian Lillard needs to leave Portland. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, you, I mean, you really can't focus on trying to please other people. You have to do what's best for you and yourself and your family. You know, and I've always given LeBron credit for that. Now, do I think that hurts LeBron's quote unquote goat? Uh, case not necessarily no I mean I've already said where I stand on LeBron being the GOAT um, I don't think he is for those that ain't listened to the episode I don't think LeBron is the GOAT he's definitely a top 10 player all the time I don't have him on the Mount Rushmore though I, I, don't, I don't I mean I, I just don't you know what I'm saying um but, yeah, man, like I was saying, like, yeah, I don't see how the Lakers look past Anthony Davis' history or I don't see what they saw outside of that bubble run or that championship run that the Lakers had when they were in the bubble. Um, you know what I mean? Like, oh, oh Anthony Davis is going to take over. But I'm like, Anthony Davis has always been inconsistent. You see what I'm saying? Even when he was at his quote-unquote best or even when he was like a little younger, he was inconsistent. You know what I mean? The problem was he was on a small market, so he wasn't talked about as much. I mean, he was talked about, but it's a big difference being with the Pelicans versus playing with the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? Way bigger market than the history of the Lakers, especially the big man the Lakers had from Kareem to Wilt to Shaq to, you know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, I just think that the uh, that the Lakers tried to bet on Anthony Davis's or tried to make Anthony Davis the guy, and it didn't work out. Um, and I don't think Anthony Davis is the guy moving forward. Like I said, given his injury history and his inconsistencies, especially in these playoffs, um, you know, because Anthony Davis – um, because it's always a caveat with Anthony Davis, you know what I'm saying? It's always a – we hear a lot of people say this. I've even said it, you know what I'm saying? Um, well, when Anthony Davis is healthy or when he's right or when he's up for the challenge or when he feels like playing, like it's always something with Anthony Davis or it's kind of like an excuse or, like I said, a caveat, you know what I'm saying? Um, so it's just like I look at it like do you really want that going forward if I'm the Lakers? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying Anthony Davis, you know, isn't a good player because he is. He's just not consistent, and he has an injury history. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know a lot of people got on Shaq and Charles Barkley for laughing at him when he had to get carted out on a wheelchair or when he had to, you know, get uh, be in a wheelchair. But 
I mean, see his stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, you just never know with Anthony Davis how many games he's actually available. And when he plays, you don't know which version of him are you going to get. <clears throat> are you, <clears throat> excuse me, are you going to get the 30 point, 20, and uh, 23 rebound Anthony Davis, or are you going to get the 11.7 rebound Anthony Davis? I mean, you just never really know with him. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, on top of his injury history, you never really know. But like I said, man, if I'm the Lakers, I'm looking to move Anthony Davis. People could say, oh, I'm I'm, oh, I'm just saying that because the Lakers lost. I'm like, nah, I would have said that even if they would have won. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, man, Anthony Davis, that's a that's a hell of a gamble. You know, gambling, and I don't necessarily mean gambling, like just gambling, you know, for the sake of money, but actually betting on Anthony Davis going forward, that's a hell of a gamble. You know what I'm saying? You'd be better off betting on LeBron. I mean, at least LeBron actually, you know, has an excuse. You know what I'm saying? For real. I'm like, shit, LeBron is 38 going on 39. Anthony Davis is, what, 30, 31? You know what I'm saying? And he already has the injury history that he does. So it's like, shit, can, can, can the Lakers realistically see Anthony Davis playing for them another four years? I mean, really, can we really sit up here? I mean, can the Lakers really, really ask themselves, you know, like, can we really see Anthony Davis consistently? Or, or can we see, you know, Anthony Davis – Playing for us the next four years, and if so, how like how are these four years gonna look? Excuse me. And every team goes through a rebuilding phase, um, you know. But at the same time, like I said, the Lakers have to ask themselves a lot. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I know the Lakers, you know, at the trade, or like you know, they 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 got a new team, getting rid of Westbrook and Patrick Beverly and things of that nature. Uh, but at the same time. You know, the Lakers do have to ask themselves some questions, in my opinion. And I know some people are going to be critical of LeBron or, you know, I know some people are going to be defending LeBron. But I look at it like this playoff series, it really doesn't hurt LeBron's legacy, in my opinion. And the reason I say that is somebody can say, oh, well, ghosts don't get swept. Well, I'm like, a lot of all-time great players have gotten swept. Michael Jordan has gotten swept. Magic Johnson has gotten swept. And somebody say, yeah, well, they never got swept in the finals. Well, of course, Michael Jordan never lost in the finals. He never went to a game seven. But Magic Johnson has gotten swept not once but twice in the finals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Magic Johnson does have a winning finals record at five and four. But at the same time, he did get swept in the finals. You know what I'm saying? He he got swept by the Philadelphia 76ers with Moses Malone, like, like I was talking about, I think an episode or two ago. Um you know, like the Philadelphia 76ers with Moses Malone and Dr. J and all those guys. And I believe he got swept by the Pistons, too, if I remember correctly. I could be wrong about that, but I but, but I do know that Magic Johnson got swept twice in the finals. You know, does that take away from Magic as a player? Absolutely not. But because he's on because Magic Johnson is on my on my uh, Mount Rushmore. But at the same time, um. Yeah, so I mean, every shit like a lot of great players have gotten swept, shit, in in the playoffs. Kobe has gotten swept, you know what I'm saying? And we, and we can keep going, you know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm not gonna say that this hurts LeBron getting swept. I mean, yeah, sweep. I mean, yeah, nobody wants to get swept, you know what I'm saying? Because it shows that you were not competitive, like I said earlier. 
but just for the simple fact of, you know, I mean, shit, what am I trying to say? Um, like I said, man, I didn't think this series, regardless of the outcome, would have enhanced or hurt LeBron's legacy. Like I say, I mean, wherever, and I actually made a comment. Um, I said that regardless of where you have LeBron, some people have him. I mean, no matter whether wherever you have LeBron ranked, whether that be if you have LeBron as the GOAT, top five, top ten, um, I don't think that this adds or hurts LeBron's legacy. Well, I don't think that it adds or hurts LeBron's legacy, you know what I'm saying? Because LeBron's, I mean, LeBron's career is already set in the stone. Um, if anything, he's just adding more to it, in my opinion. Um, as far as like what he can do from a, you know, try to get more championships and things like that. But I just think that, yeah, man, I just think that, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think that this takes away from, from LeBron as a player, because he is an all-time great, of course. I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm saying anything groundbreaking by saying that. Um, but, you know, like I said, man, it doesn't take away from LeBron. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see <laughs> um, Undisputed, which is Skip, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp show, because I really want to hear what Shannon Sharp has to say. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because we all know Shannon Sharp is the biggest LeBron fan, and I think that's an, under, and I think that's an understatement, me saying that, because we all know Shannon loves him some some one, as 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 uh, he would say. But it's a thing, no skip. It's a thing. <laughs> I don't know why people laugh when I do that, but but for real, that's that shit. See, skip, no, skip, no, 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 this shit. Um, but yeah, man, like I was saying, uh. The Lakers had a hell of a year, man. I didn't think they would get this far. Um, like I said, I had them winning the six. I mean, but you know, am I surprised the Nuggets won? No, like I said, man, the Nuggets, I don't think people realize how good the Nuggets are. And I think that that, that, that may sound cliche of me to say, or that may sound cliche of me to say, because it's like, bro, like the Nuggets just, or literally just won the conference, like they're going to the finals. True. But the Nuggets or these teams, like, they're not a flashy team, you know what I'm saying? They're not a team that catches people's eye, you know, things like that, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, I mean, the Nuggets do get the job done, and I do like them as an overall team, you know? So, like I said, it's definitely going to be a competitive finals with them in Miami. You know, hopefully Miami closes out the Celtics, too. Um, and like I said, whenever that series is over with, I'm definitely going to make an episode about that because I have a lot I want to say about that series. Um, I have a lot I want to say about the Celtics. I have a lot I want to say about Jimmy Butler, too, but I, I, but I really want to say a lot about the Celtics. Um, those that know me may kind of know where, like, I already know what I will say. Um, but I just want to go into more detail about, you know, why I feel the way I do as far as I do about the Celtics and things like that. So, um, so yeah, man, salute to the uh, Denver Nuggets. Congratulations to Nikola Jokic, a.k.a. the Joker, for winning the Magic Johnson Award. For those that don't know, they have a Magic Johnson Award for the Western Conference, and they have an uh, Larry, Larry Bird uh, Award for the Eastern Conference. You see what I'm saying? Um, Jimmy Butler will win more than like well shit. I mean, Jimmy Butler will win the Larry Bird um, award. It's only a matter of time, you know. 
or it's well, it's just a matter of when they actually close the uh, Celtics out. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think they sweep the Celtics, me personally. But we'll see, man. We'll see. But like I said, man, salute to the Nuggets. Um, I know a lot of dumbass people, you know, some fanboys are going to say, did the Lakers lose this game or did the Nuggets win? What type of fucking dumbass question is that? Like, I, I, like, I can't stand when people, like, certain analysts and shit do that because I'm like, you're discrediting, the, the like, the winning team. You see what I'm saying? And you can't discredit the team. I know y'all love y'all some LeBron James, but y'all, y'all look, y'all need to stop. And, and, like, when I say y'all, I don't mean y'all. I mean those media pundits and people that do that. It's like, well, did the, did the Nuggets win or did the Lakers lose? Shit, the Nuggets won four straight, so obviously they won. I mean, hey, well, I mean, we could say, yeah, the games were close. I don't do close. Did you win or not? See what I'm saying? Because cause that's, cause that's not how the series is going to look at it. The series is going to say, what? The Nuggets defeated the Los Angeles Lakers 4-0. Not going to say, oh, the games were close. I'm like, shit, what you, I mean, see, and see this, and see this goes to my point, you know, or this ties into my point that I've made about, you know, the LeBron fans, like I've said on, on videos and podcasts and people I've had sports to base with, um, cause I'm like, see, that ties into this whole, oh, LeBron went to eight straight finals, but he only won three. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, do you want credit for going to the female's house if you don't seal the deal? You know what I'm saying? Because I've used that analogy before. I'm gonna keep using that analogy too, because I actually like that. Um, so yeah, man, I already, I already know it's coming, man. It's gonna be like clockwork. I know how these LeBron fanboys are in the media. I know how LeBron fans, not all, I say, a good ninety, good ninety-seven, ninety-eight percent of LeBron fans, because I don't really know too many objective LeBron fans. You know what I'm saying? I say my cousin Leonard. And my cousin Ryan are the only two objective LeBron fans that I know like that. You know what I'm saying? Outside of that, the rest of you so-called LeBron fans, man, y'all, shit. I, I, I look, I avoid you motherfuckers like the plague, <laughs> for real. You motherfuckers or the La Plague. That's what I'm start calling LeBron fans, the La Plague. <laughs> I be doing them, them, uh, them look comments too. I ain't gonna lie, like. On ESPN and shit, I be getting a lot of likes too. Cause, uh, cause when LeBron ran in the Scott Foster, I, um, I had commented, I was like, "Le move, bitch, you get out of the way." Boy, I had so many people laughing. I think I got like over six thousand likes for that comment. I said, "Look at this stupid shit." I said, "Man, people be eating this shit up too, boy." Pause. You know what I'm saying? People be liking this shit. I don't know why. I don't know why people like that. Shit, they got me doing that dumb shit now. Ain't that a bitch? Little sweep. Little retirement. Look got your ass whooped by the Nuggets. A little excuses. But no oh man, like I said, man, LeBron fans, I like I like I mean like I said, man, outside of my cousin Leonard or my cousins Leonard and Ryan, I can talk to them because they're objective. You see what I'm saying? They may not agree. I mean, look, I know people don't agree with everything I say, and that's fine. We can agree to disagree. But it's like you know what I'm saying? Even if I don't agree with your opinion or your point, I'm still going to hear you out on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get mad at you. Like, if you say LeBron to go, man, you crazy hell, blah, 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 blah. Like, I ain't going to do all that. <clears throat> well, for one, I'm a grown-ass man, dog. We're just like, <laughs> you're just like, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, just like Cedric the Entertainer said, I'm a grown-ass man, dog. 
You know what I'm saying? And not only that, bro, I'm not getting paid for this shit, even if I was, bro. I'm not going to raise my blood pressure talking about somebody I don't know or that doesn't know me personally. Why the fuck would I do that? Even if I did know them personally. Like, bro, why would I? Bro, like I said, bro, there's nothing to be gained from this. We're just having barbershop talk. That's it. That's, that's, that's all this podcast and shit is. All this podcast and shit is. It's just barbershop talk, man, being put out there more you see what i'm saying especially when we talk about sports you know what i'm saying well i take that back just just shit just barbershop talk in general because everybody knows you know when you go in a barbershop we would talk about we talk about sports talk about women talk about religion talk about movies talk about politics shit like that i'm not one for talking about politics me personally but y'all i mean y'all get the point of what i'm trying to say or what I'm saying, rather. But, yeah, man, like, these these buddy LeBron fans, they going to be on a thousand of them today, boy. I, I, I already know. I already know. I'm prepared for it. I already know. I said, boy, these motherfuckers going to about to clown and cut up, and I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh my ass off. I ain't going to lie to you. Because I'm like, bro, y'all make so many excuses for LeBron. I'm like, yeah, he had 40 points, but he had 31 at the half, you know. And it's two halves, four quarters in basketball. So if you have 31 points at the half, you have 40 in total. That means you only had nine points in the second half. You know what I'm saying? And that ties into my point. Like I said, man, if like if I'm the Lakers, I'm like I'm looking to move both Anthony Davis and D'Angelo Russell because D'Angelo Russell, shit, and and the fact that his name being Russell. You know what I'm saying? They're going to use him as a scapegoat because Russell Westbrook was a scapegoat previously. Now they're going to blame D'Angelo Russell. Now, does D'Angelo Russell deserve some blame? Absolutely, because he didn't show up these like this series at all. Like, damn. He didn't show up at all. He's a liability on defense. And if D'Angelo Russell is not scoring, I mean, he, he's really of no value to your team. You know what I'm saying? And it was a lot of Timberwolves fans that said that, that, that were saying that because I saw a Timberwolves fan post on that same page that, that that I was that I was referring to earlier that Sportsville page, and they were like, "Yeah, man, I was trying to tell Lakers fans like in big games, Angelo Russell ain't gonna show up." And they and and they said that before the series even started. You know what I'm saying? But like before this Lakers and Nuggets series even started, you know what I'm saying? They said that, and I was like, "Well." Whoever that person was, they were right. Absolutely correct. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, man, if I'm the Lakers, I'm looking to move both uh, both uh, Anthony Davis and D'Angelo Russell as far as as far as Darvin Ham. Um, I give him another chance um, just for the simple fact of, <clears throat> and I actually heard uh, Kevin Garnett salute to him. He was talking to uh, Tony Allen, and I well, let me rephrase that. He was talking to the great Tony Allen, cause man, Tony Allen was a dog back in the day, man. And for all you know, my real basketball heads know, like we remember Tony Allen, bro, when he was in Memphis and the Celtics and things like that, when he was locking up KD, locking up Kobe. That dude was a hell of a defender, man. Definitely one of my favorite defenders ever. Um, you know. And given the fact that I actually grew up watching him, especially when he was with the Grizzlies and Celtics, ooh, wee, man. <laughs> but you know, uh, Kevin Garnett was talking to uh, talking to uh, talking to Tony Allen, and, and and of course, you know, since, since they both played with the Celtics when Doc Rivers were coaching, they, I mean, they gave their opinions on Doc Rivers getting fired. But I'm really bringing that up 
to say that, you know, Kevin Garnett made an interesting point. He said, man, I just feel like that, uh, and this is me saying what Kevin Garnett said. He said that, man, I just feel like a lot of these teams, like they're, like they're, like they want the instant gratification or they want the instant success. You know, he was like three years. Doc Rivers was, you know, the coach in Philadelphia. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. But I mean, given Doc, Doc Rivers' track record outside of the Celtics, I mean, he hasn't really done little. I mean, he's done little to nothing. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I mean, the last time Doc made it past the second round was that 2010 series. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people like myself feel like the, the uh, Celtics should have beat the Lakers again in 2010 bars. You know what I mean? Um, it's not to discredit the Lakers. I just felt like the Celtics, I mean, in my opinion, the uh, the Celtics were a better team than the Lakers, and especially how Rondo was playing that playoff run. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, man, but I really use that as an example. Or him saying it, and I'm like, yeah, that's true. You know, but, I mean, you got to look at it, man. These owners and these owners are just giving out hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. So that's a lot of money. Yeah, they're billionaires, but at the same time, it's like when you're putting up that much money, you're going to want your return on your investment. And if you don't get it, it's just like a stock. You know what I'm saying? It's just like if you invest in a stock, if you're not getting the return on the investment, what are you going to do? You're going to go to another stock, right? And that's the mindset that a lot of these owners have. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. So, I mean, he's absolutely correct. And by he, I mean Kevin Garnett was right when he said that the owners want instant gratification like that. But it's like, okay, if you were in that position and you're giving out hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, if not more, I mean, you know what I'm saying? If you're giving up money like that, of course you're going to want instant success. You know what I'm saying? Now, is success instant? Absolutely not. But if you give, I mean, the world of sports is unforgiving. You see what I'm saying? I've said it before, and I've said it again. I actually got that from Shannon Sharp, so salute to him. Um, well, I'll take that back. Well, no, Shannon Sharp did say that, but, um, you know, like I got that from Shannon Sharp and the MMA pages or MMA channels that I watch on YouTube. You know, sports are unforgiving. You know what I'm saying? Um, sports don't care about how you feel or how you are as a person. It's about results. See what I'm saying? Because the sports world, especially basketball, it's a business. Well, that's any sport, but basketball especially is a business. You know what I'm saying? It's I mean, it's about the results and what have you done and what have you done for me lately? Also got that from Shannon Sharp. You know what I'm saying? Because sports is all it could, because it's all about updating your resume. You know, just like when Philly let Doc Rivers go, I saw that happen. It was all a matter of time, especially after this past year. They blew another three-two lead. Um, but the reason I brought that up was to talk about Darvin Ham. You know, I, I don't think the Lakers need to get rid of Darvin Ham. Um, you know, I mean, this was his first year coaching. Um, yeah, he kind of. I mean, he could have made some better adjustments, but at the same time, I just think we got to give him a chance. You know what I'm saying? Um, very similar to what I said about Eric Spoelstra. I'm not. Am I saying Darvin Ham is going to be Eric Spoelstra? I'm not saying that at all. But the reason I'm saying that is because, you know, we see the Miami Heat. You know what? I'm going to say that for – well, I'll just say this real quick, and then I'll touch on this point more on the um, episode I make after the Heat close out the Celtics. Um, you know, we I mean, we see Eric Spoelstra and we see the Heat culture and things like that that was established by the great Pat Riley. 
things of that nature. Um, you know, and the fact is, you know, Eric Spoelstra is getting his just due as a coach, and he's well-deserving of it. I always felt like Eric Spoelstra never really got the credit he deserved as a coach during the LeBron era in Miami, just for the simple fact of people look at it like, well, anybody could have coached that team. Mm, true to an extent, but at the same time, you got to look at the culture that was established in Miami prior to LeBron getting there. Because the Miami Heat already had a championship before LeBron got there. LeBron didn't have any championships yet. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, Eric Spoelstra was was taught by by uh, Pat Riley. You know what I'm saying? And we all know Pat Riley as a coach. He was the head coach for those Showtime Lakers. You see what I'm saying? Like the Magic Johnson Lakers. You know what I'm saying? I mean, y'all know what I mean by when I say about the Showtime Lakers. But, you know, just for those that don't know, um, so, yeah, man, I just think that, uh, you know, Eric Spoelstra, because he actually has a superstar now, or at least a playoff superstar in Jimmy Butler that actually is staying with him long enough to actually let to, to actually let him, um, what am I trying to say, to actually let Eric Spoelstra get the recognition he deserves as a coach. You see what I'm saying? Because this is Jimmy Butler's, what, fourth year in Miami, third, fourth year in Miami? I mean, I mean, LeBron was in Miami for four years, but it's like, and I commented this, and a lot of people are agreeing with me and liking my comment. I said every great coach needs a superstar and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? You can't have a superstar for a few years and still be looked at as a great coach. You know what I'm saying? Because Phil Jackson, he had Mike um, – because Phil Jackson had Michael Jordan all those years. Then he had Shaq and Kobe. Then he eventually had just Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Greg Popovich has always had Tim Duncan. You know what I'm saying? We can keep going. Red Arback had uh, had uh, Mr. Bill Russell, the late great Bill Russell. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I just think that every great coach needs a superstar. You know what I mean? Or needs a, well, not only needs a superstar, but needs a superstar or needs a superstar to actually play for him long enough so he can get his recognition as a coach. You see what I'm saying? And and this is what happened, or this is what's happening with Eric Spoelstra because nobody was talking about Eric Spoelstra and during the um, during LeBron's tenure in Miami. Shit, if anything, a lot of people were uh, clowning on Eric Spoelstra. They were like, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's only you know, getting all these rings and he's quote-unquote successful as a coach because of LeBron. And I'm like, well, the thing with LeBron-led coaches – you know what I'm saying? After like a year and a half, two years, you know what I'm saying? Like LeBron's coaches are fired. And this is a fact, you know what I'm saying? Like LeBron, and I saw a very telling stat like a few years ago. They were like, yeah, like LeBron has a new coach like every year and a half, two years. So what does that say? You know, I know a lot of fans, a lot of LeBron fans especially, they, they like to say like, oh, LeBron has never had an all-time great coach. He's never had a Phil Jackson. He's never had a uh, Greg Popovich. He's never had a Steve Kerr. Never had a, even a Doc Rivers and things like that. But I'm like, LeBron doesn't put himself in a position to be coached like that. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, true, Phil Jackson, uh, Greg Popovich, Steve Kerr, those are all great coaches, but the players that played for them actually allowed themselves to be coached. Michael Jordan allowed himself to be coached by Phil Jackson. Uh, Kobe, we can say what we want to about the late great Kobe, but he allowed himself to be coached by Phil Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Steph Curry, he, like he allowed himself to be coached by Steve Kerr. You see what I'm saying? Um, you know what I'm saying? LeBron doesn't like never allowed himself to be coached because he has to be the le coach and le GM. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. Um, and truth be told, Eric Spoelstra was never gonna get his credit 
um, you know what I'm saying, for being a coach in Miami while LeBron was there. So it's kind of a good thing. Well, it's kind of both a good and bad thing LeBron left. I, and I say good because, you know, we – because Eric Spoelstra is, is, is uh, getting his just due as a coach. I say it's a bad thing also because, you know, he's not getting his – well, he well he never got his just due as a coach, you know what I mean, while LeBron was there. So, it's so, so, so I mean, it worked out for both parties. Um, but, yeah, man, that's pretty much the episode. I talked a lot longer than I intended on talking. Um, you know, these, I mean, like I said, man, these, I mean, these LeBron fans ain't full effect, man. I already know they're going to be cutting up. And, like I said, like, look, you LeBron fans, don't ask me what I think about nothing. Leave me alone. Because, <laughs> like I say, man, I apologize. I was stretching. Because, like I say, man, I avoid LeBron James fans like to play it. These motherfuckers are toxic as hell. Toxic, not even a word. These motherfuckers, shit, like I said, I'm going to start calling LeBron fans to the plate. That's what I'm start calling them. But, yeah, man, like like some dude on Instagram, because I did the look comment, you know what I'm saying, and I was like, the Lakers getting swept. I, look, I should have trolled him some more, you know what I'm saying, because he had called me a cornball. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. I'm like, I see shit like that. I don't, I don't pay attention to because I'm like, you sound like a LeBron fan is getting hurt because I said the Lakers were getting swept. And he was like, oh, you a cornball, blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah, whatever, motherfucker. I'm like, bro, I already know if you saw me in person, you like, you want to call me a cornball in my face? Plus, you a light skinned nigga too. Plus, shit, I, hey, you keep talking, bro. I'm doing how Draymond did Jordan Poole. Only difference is I'm gonna let you hit the floor because in that video, y'all know how how uh, Draymond has socked Jordan Poole and then he caught him. I just let your ass hit the floor and keep punching. Like I say, you sign this waiver, motherfucker. Since I'm a cornball, quote unquote, ain't my fault. You, you, your shit, your favorite player, yo, your favorite player got his ass whooped once again in the playoffs. And ain't my goddamn fault. You sorry, bitch. But my bad, I had a moment. But yeah, man. So like I said, let's see, see, that's what I mean, bro. The city LeBron fans, they hell, bro. I already know he's a hurt LeBron fan, you know. And and, and it's people like that, like I try to avoid. You know, I ain't gonna say try. I do avoid. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, man, what's the and and you know what I'm saying? And like you can tell. When you like come across a certain fan, whether that be a LeBron fan or a Cowboy fan or whatever the case may be, because the first thing they ask you, they're like, "Man, what's think about the game, bro? Think about that game." I'm like, "I'm like, oh shit." <laughs> now, if you a Nuggets fan, I don't know any Nuggets fans, so they start coming out the woodwork. We know why bandwagon and shit, but you know what I'm saying. And you can tell a bandwagon the motherfucker too, because first thing they say, "Man, I know where they went to college, bro. This is public information." <laughs> Y'all remember, I don't know if it, if they still do it as much as today, but I remember, like, when I was in school, you know, when I was, or, like, high school, you know what I'm saying, and, like, you like a certain player, and all of a sudden they start doing good. Like, I can't like a good player. Like, I, like, like I'll use an example, you know what I'm saying, and I've used this example before. And like, Paul George has been my favorite player for years, you know what I'm saying. Well, before Kawhi was my favorite player, now it was Paul George. And I mean, Indiana Pacers, Paul George. And I've told the story before. Um, I, like, I started like a Paul George. It was a Friday night. And they played Portland, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Damian Lillard was my guy back then. You know what I'm saying? It still is, but especially back then, because nobody was really talking about Damian Lillard like that. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, uh, the, the Portland team that had Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, Nicholas Batum, Thomas Robinson, LaMarcus Aldridge. 
Robin Lopez, uh, Wesley Matthews. You see what I'm saying? People are like, damn, bro, you remember that team like that? Hell yeah, that was my squad, too, on 2K. You used to whoop my uncle ass. Don't tell nobody. Shh. Don't tell nobody. Let my uncle tell it. I never won a game. If y'all hear my uncle say that, bro, he lying. I won some, too. Shit. Hell, give my damn credit, motherfucker. But, no, nah, man, in all seriousness, though, um, yeah, man, so like I said, man, like I said, it was a Friday night game, and, you know, this is when the Pacers had, you know, Grant, um, she was a little light-skinned nigga name. Not, not, not Grant Hill, George Hill, and Paul George, and Lance Stevenson, Lance to make him dance, and um, who else, Roy Hibbert. And uh, David West, I always like David West too. Going back to to his uh, Hornet days with Chris Paul, um, yeah, man. So Paul, man, Paul George went the fuck off that game. If I, if I remember correctly, I think Paul George. If I remember, I think either Damian Lillard had thirty seven points and Paul George had forty three, or vice versa, or something like that. I could be wrong, but man, Paul George was going off. I'm like, bro, who is this? Who is this Paul George dude, bro? You know what I'm saying? And they was like, yeah, Paul George, Paul, like. You know what I'm saying? That whole year. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, some motherfuckers got mad at me, especially LeBron fan. They say, you don't like Paul George. I'm like, the fuck you going to tell me? I'm like, shit, just because I could like a, just cause I like a player that's doing good, motherfucker. You see what I'm saying? So, it's shit like that. Motherfuckers be like, oh, man, shit. So, he went to college. I'm like, bro, all I got to do is go on Google and remember this shit. Even if I don't remember, like, bro, this is public information, bro. Now, do I know where Paul Joy went to college? Yeah. Like, yeah, he went to Fresno State. But, you know, it's like, bro, like, this is public information. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? That's, shit, that's like me saying, oh, like, LeBron James came out of high school. Like, who don't know this shit, bro? This, <laughs> bro, this is public information, bro. I'm like, so if you, like, if you want a better point, or if you're trying to prove a better point to how long you liking a player, kind of like saying when he went to college, that's fucking terrible, you know what I'm saying? Just like Damon Lillard. I know he went to Weber State, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, dude, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? People like, did you look it up? Nah, I just know this shit, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I've been rocking with Damon Lillard for years, bro. Shit, it's going back to my sophomore year of high school, you know what I'm saying? So... Mind you me, shit. I graduated seven years ago in my sophomore year of high school. So I let you know right there, Skip. And this back in the day when everybody was so was a Kyrie grouper, you know what I'm saying? People ain't ain't as high on Kyrie as they once were. But it's back in the day when people were very, very high on Kyrie. You know what I'm saying? Even my granddad, my granddad and salute to him, he he, he was the first one to tell me about Kyrie. He was like Cause um, he was like, man, it's this kid in Cleveland. Cause he like every time I saw him, cause he would come by the house to play dominoes. Uh, cause he would come by the house to play dominoes, man, and um, and uh, yeah. So he was like, man, cause you know we talk sports, talk football, basketball, things like that. He was like, man, it's this kid in Cleveland, man. This man, this Kyrie dude. He said, man, I ain't never seen nothing like this. He said he can finish with either hand. He gets to the rim. He can finish at the rim with either hand, and blah blah blah. And he was like, who? And then he was like, who you like, man? I said, man, this Damian Lillard kid, man. I said, man, I like Damian Lillard. Like, he said, man, who is he? I said, he played for Portland. He was like, really? I said, yeah. So. You know, he was like, and then, like, I saw him, like, you know, when Damian Lillard started making more noise, he said, man, that Damian Lillard guy, I ain't going to lie, man. Ain't gonna lie. So we started talking, but, you know, so it's back in them days, man, when everybody was so in shit. And then when LeBron went back to Cleveland, man, them goddamn Kyrie groupers was out like a motherfucker. But, yeah, so it's stuff like that, man. But, 
yeah, like I said, man, that's the episode. I'm damn over four or seven minutes. Shit, I ain't never made an episode this long by myself. But yeah, man, uh, shit, that's pretty much it, man. Like I said, once again, salute to the Denver Nuggets. Uh, you know they deserve all the credit in the world uh, for being the best team in the Western Conference. Um, you know they beat the Minnesota Timberwolves. They beat the Phoenix Suns. They swept the Lakers. Um, and like I said, I already know like a lot of people are going to try to discredit the, the uh, Denver Nuggets by saying, well, did the Nuggets win this series or did the Lakers lose? I'm like, well, obviously the Denver Nuggets won. They, they swept them. One four straight. One two in Denver and two, and two in, uh, in the Crypto.com arena. You know, that's the dumbest shit in the damn world right there. The fuck they changed the damn arena name for? Should have kept it at Staples Center. You ain't going to win shit. It's, it's Crypto.com. the fuck? That don't even sound right. But, yeah, man, like I said, man, that's the episode. Salute to the Denver Nuggets. Um, Lakers fans, y'all had a hell of a year. LeBron fans, don't be on suicide watch too much. Um, Because I know every time LeBron, you know, he has a playoff series or he wins a playoff series or breaks a record, y'all love to tie his name in with Michael Jordan. And I'm like, oh, here y'all go once a fucking year. You know, so I just want like I already know what the excuse gonna be this time. So I'm 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 just ready to see it. I ain't gonna comment. I'm 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 just sit back and watch because I already know what's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's the episode, man. Um, I appreciate the love and support. And whenever Miami closes out Boston, I'll make another episode and get my thoughts on that series as well. Because I do have a lot to say about that series, like I said before. But yeah, that's the episode, man. I appreciate the love and support.